0: Welcome. You're listening to the Heritage Podcast. To learn more about Heritage, including meeting times and upcoming events, visit us online at www.heritageff.org. Now, let's get into today's podcast. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, and I want to give you a verse of scripture here. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. And it makes this statement, and as we go to this, open your Bibles, go there, and, and say this with me. Now, before we get into the Word, let me pray with you. Father, the Word of God works. As we go to Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, I believe your Word will be activated. Blessing every man and every woman, everybody. at the sound of my voice, and that the anointing which liberates just, just destroys burdens and causes every heavy yoke to be demolished in Jesus' name. I speak utterances of the Spirit of God because I'm speaking the Word of God. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And that liberty that is a work liberates these hearers. And I believe as they hear the Word of God, they'll have a hearing ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say and radically change their life in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, now, let's look at this verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. The Paul, the apostle, wrote this. Now... Thanks be unto God, or thanks unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. In other words, we always win. I didn't write that. I I, I'm, I get the privilege of reading that. Oh, man. And uh, it is a pleasure every time I do read it. Man, that is a powerful verse, especially in the hour that we're in right now. Do you realize how many people are living instead of in triumph, living in tragedy? And tragedy is not just what happens around us. The tragedy comes when we give in and succumb to it. Tragedy, tragedy, challenges, all these things. But notice this verse. It is absolute truth. It is, there's no room for anything to squeeze in between it. There's no variableness here. It is truth. And truth measures up to nothing else but truth. And the truth makes us free. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. And make it manifest the Savior of the knowledge by, his, by us in every place. Now, before we go any further, I want to give something here. Uh, I want to read something because I believe it's a bit of a, of a a problem that believers have this thing about quoting part their favorite part of the verse without reading the whole verse or reading verses before verses after you should do that anyway and you ought to read chapters before chapters after that would help tremendously here's how most Christians read this oh thank God he always causes me to triumph and they stop well, we'll hold up a minute. That is a partial truth, but that partial truth will lead you into error because you'll walk around saying, hey, I'm triumphing, I'm triumphing, I'm triumphing, I'm triumphing. But now notice what he said, but thanks be unto God, which always causes us, us, when Paul wrote that, it was an inclusive turn to the body of Christ, to the local body and to the body of Christ as a whole. And he said, to triumph in Christ. There it is. In Christ. Most people stop in the in Christ part. And when they do that, they miss the revelation of our in Christ realities or in Him realities. And the word Christ means the anointed one and His anointing. So you're anointed to live a triumphant life. I'm dealing with this because there's been a a lot of mess that has come into the world in this year of 2020, it was like a somebody just, I hate to use this term, but just vomited out filth upon our nation and just spread all this stuff And it not only affected the world, sadly, it got into the church and the church started talking different. They started talking new normals and started saying, where's God? And does God still love me? And how could this happen to me? I'm a believer. And how could this be going on? It wasn't just COVID-19 and the symptom of COVID-19. It was jobs that had been put on hold, furloughs. The term furlough had never been used to the degree we saw in 2020. Homes and businesses and mortgages and cars and all this kind of stuff at stake and many lost. We had individuals who had loved ones in their home and then they lost them through fear. They lost them through this, through this COVID-19 of the situation. They lost them because they some couldn't even stay at home long enough they divorce others they got in arguments man that's tragedy that was not triumphing that was tragedy at work but the Bible said we always triumph why well we first got to thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph now let me give you another translation of this second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 makes a statement it says, In the Aramaic Bible, in plain English, it says this, But I thank God, who at all times makes us a triumphant vision. I want you to catch that. Makes us a triumphant vision in the Messiah. That word Messiah, same thing as anointed. The anointed and the anointed one. Same thing. And reveals the fragrance of His knowledge by us in every place by us in every place. Now watch this, this is very important. This is a byproduct of our capability, our strength, our assignment, our command, our mandate, our scriptural and holy duty, and that is to be a testimony, to be a living witness, to not just quote a verse, but actually be the light of the world and salt to the earth we are supposed to be an example where we go into all the world and change lives. You can't go into all the world and not have to deal with the same kind of negative effect everybody else did. The difference is, while in the middle of that negative situations and effect and circumstances and challenges, you have the right to internally make the statement, hey, in the name of Jesus, I thank my God, which always causes me to triumph in Christ Jesus, and He will make manifest in me. He will reveal Himself, this fragrance of the knowledge I now possess in the middle of challenge, in the middle of opposition, in the middle of this unholy action. Holiness rises up. Thy shield of faith comes up. The breastplate of righteousness manifests. My feet which are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My sword is out, which is the sword of the spirit. I speak words of action. I speak and change the atmosphere. ...around me. What I do, I have the Word and I exercise the Spirit of God. The Word and the Spirit. The Spirit and the Word. The Word and the Spirit and the Spirit in the Word. And so in every place I go, I ought to be, you ought to be, we ought to be... ...a manifestation of the fragrance of the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ... ...so that we become a person who can give an answer to every man who's looking for hope and we say, I've got it. It's right here. Yes. I'm in the same world you're in. Yes, I understand the same challenges you go through. Yes, I work where you work. I heard what you heard. And I'm aware of what you're telling you right now. I heard the same thing. We may be unemployed. We may be going down. Yes, I heard somebody contacted this COVID-19. Are we involved in this? What's going on? But in the middle of that, your eyes light up with fire. Your head back goes straight up. Your shoulders go back. And you put your face in like a flint. Under God and they see this manifested glory and you said let me tell you about the great God who causes me to triumph over this that's why I'm so excited I'm not excited about disease I'm not excited that somebody that we may potentially. I heard what the company said I heard what's going that's not why I'm excited I'm excited because no matter what they say I will triumph always because I'm in Christ Jesus do you know Jesus Christ Oh, and they'll sense this thing about you. It is the manifested presence of God. They won't be able to define that. Hey, but you know what that is. Now, we must settle in our minds, as well as in our hearts, that in Christ, we always, always, we always. I want to say that again. Always triumph always according to scripture now that is not something i'm making up that is not something that i am speaking n- negatively about or naturally back because circumstances i'm telling you that we always triumph in everything we do according to the scripture now if always means always then it doesn't mean sometimes it doesn't mean 50 50 it doesn't mean 2080 always means always always is always a perpetual life that means consistently yes challenges will come yes situations that's why the word triumph is there because god causes you to triumph be victorious to live above i'm going to get to that in a moment above the situations Amen. Just It just doesn't mean going down and swallowing some water and coming up. Even if you do that, come on up and keep going until finally you get to, get to the bottom and fit, set up. This is what you and I need to do. We, we must settle it in our hearts. We got to settle it in our minds that in Christ we always triumph. I'm telling you right now, in the authority of the name of Jesus, you are. Always triumph in Christ Jesus. We are what God said that we are. Therefore, we must never reduce ourselves to becoming whiners in this time. Where we gripe and complain. No whiners here. What we are is supernatural holy ghost men and women of God defined by our winning attitude because the word tells us that it is a mindset it is something that takes us 2020 should never remove the joy that's unspeakable and full of glory in your life no 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 I know it's going on but you know what I don't do I don't spend my time fellowshipping with the news of the world I don't care, their words are out there and they have significance to somebody, but they're not significant to a Holy Ghost man and woman. They're not significant to us if we surround ourselves with God. Now, not because triumphing is sometimes, no, it's always, this is the reason that we give thanks unto God. This is the reason we got to do this. You got to thank God in the midst, not for the challenges, not for the situations. Don't say, "Well, thank God I got a problem. Let me tell you something. Satan has never been and will never be the co-author of life. He's He's the author of death. He's the author of fear. He's the author of sin. He gave birth to sickness and disease. He didn't create it. He gave birth to it in his fall, in his fallen nature. He was plagued with every known disease to mankind. And as the time approaches, diseases are coming up that we've never heard of before. Many people never heard of them. And because of it, oh, no, it's this, or no, it's this. And if you think COVID-19 is over before you and I get raptured out of here, they're going to come up with all kinds of other terms. Oh, now they're talking this one. Has mutated. Do you understand? That we never get mutated in Christ. What we get is transformed. And as we get transformed. We get built up in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Walking by our faith. Building up our most. According to Jude one twenty, Building up our most holy faith. Oh yeah. Guarding and keeping ourselves. In the love of God. Oh man that is glory. You ought to shout right where you're at right now man. Now. Now, this is very important. You listen to this. He placed, Jesus placed us in himself, in that anointing. And we always win because of the anointing. So we're in Christ. We're not hid from him. We're hid in him. We're hid in him. Now, if I've got a little jacket here. This is my hand here. You see my hand? This is my hand. This is, this is the hand. I can put it in here, hide it from view, all right, but it's in my jacket, but it's still there, it's hid in my jacket, we are hid in Christ, now, if you're looking at me and I said to you, hey, listen, you can't see my hand, it doesn't exist, you go, wait, it's hiding in there, I know where it's at, that's what Satan does, he looks at you and can't get a hold of you, hey, you know why? Because he looks through this and the Bible said he sees us seated with God at a table with Jesus and he sees us feasting on the goods God has for us and Satan can't have us. All he can do is, from a distance is watch our victorious state. Your victorious state, my victorious state. Regardless of the situation that we are going through, the end... Is assured. In that end is the result of you winning. If you'll stay steadfast, anchor yourself by getting a hold of the word hope. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, and hope is the anchor to the soul. We don't lose battles in in our in our well, as we fight the good fight of faith. Then we put that we don't lose it. In our fight of faith, we lose it in because we've transferred the fight from here to our solical arena, and we tried to outthink the enemy. We tried to mentally assent how we're going to handle the challenges. We go by what we see in the challenges, and because of that, we run into challenges. So, we win. Now, 2 Corinthians, if you will, 15, 57. 2 Corinthians, chapter 15. Verse 57, King James Version, makes this statement to us. But thanks be to God. There it is again. Thank be unto God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. As we move graciously in our journey of faith, it's not over. This is our marathon victorious race. You've got your lane. I've got my lane. And together, if we'll just run the course, we win. But now, let me say this again. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory. This is 2 Corinthians 15, The victory through our, our, our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, and his anointing, the Christ. So because that's true, we've got to recognize this. This is so vital for you and I to, to comprehend this in this area. We, we've been given the victory. Now, victory is, is an is a w- interesting word because it deals with challenge. Now, let me make this statement to you. Um, I'm not sugarcoating this. Man, 2020, um, it appeared once again, I want to state it to you, it feel like hell just vomited all over us, man. And, uh, but, you know, the shield of faith protected us from all that. And if you're a believer, it's, it just, we saw it coming. Oh, man, but you, but you got to watch that stuff. And, uh, and so life, I'm going to make this statement, life's hard situations always come. You didn't deserve it. You didn't, for many reasons, you didn't create I'm going to talk about this. But you didn't create all this. And some of you may have through situations, through disobedience, they're not acting on this on a regular basis. Yeah, walking out of love, complaining, and backbiting, and gossiping, and do all that. But if you didn't do anything, and you didn't deserve this, hey, listen, Satan's not fair. He's just not. He's not saying, "Oh, you know what? I know you went to church last Sunday, so I'm not going to come at you for the next two years." No, no. Satan is diabolical. He does not play fair. He has no rules of justice. He has no comprehension of justice. He hates you with a passion. He does not want your marriage to work. He doesn't want your family to succeed. He doesn't want you financially blessed. He doesn't want your body to remain healthy. He wants to weaken it, giving it a weak immune system, causing your respiratory system to shut down. And then when you hear respiratory... You start thinking, oh my! I think my heart. I felt a little, putter, uh, a little, a little flutter there for a moment. Oh, I don't think I could taste anything. Well, maybe you burnt your tongue on it because it's too hot, and you put it in your mouth. I don't know, but listen to me. Regardless of it, don't immediately go to COVID nineteen as the cause. Go to the Word and say, Satan. You take your hands off my home. You take your hands off my body. Take your hands off my organs. Take your hand off my lungs and my heart and my blood system and my immune system. I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made and the great I am has designed me. I'm his workmanship, highly crafted in Christ Jesus. And I will not give in to all of the situations, circumstances. So when I sense something going on in my body that should be, I lift my hands up and give thanks unto God. Oh, because right here, I'm triumphing. Right now, I've been given the victory. Yeah, I've not been given the virus. I've been given victory. Oh, man, thank God for it. Now, what can cause that situation? Well, now, it challenges situations. Trials, tests, and temptations They're always around us, always pressing on us, giving us unholy pressure. They come at us to give up, to give in, to cave in, to back up, to quit. And more importantly, to quit our confession of faith or alter our confession of faith, which has great reward if you just hold on to the profession of your faith. So let me give you four things that can cause that, but we can change all this. Number one is human error. Human error. That means when you rush ahead, do something and do it outside the time of the God. But God is merciful and he'll take care of you. His mercy endures for a thousand generations. However, human nature steps in. If you don't catch that human nature, you'll keep repeating human error. And that human error will just perpetuate and then you'll get sad and destroyed. Number two, and this is very important. People don't like to acknowledge this. Satanic attack. Satan is real. Satan is, is is a liar from the beginning. He's a deceiver and he hates you. Listen, listen. Thank God we're saved. Thank God we're delivered. Salvation is from God. And because of it, heaven is going to be our, our abode. We're all looking for that. But... The opposite of that is hell. Now listen, let me make this statement to you. And you ought to understand this. Salvation is real. Thank God you're saved. And everybody ought to know how real God is, how loving God is, how much God cares about us. How much? No matter what you've done, I don't care how far you think you've gotten, my God loves you. And he cares about you. Let me say this reality to you. Everybody is an eternal being. That's a matter of scriptural truth. Everybody's an eternal being. Everybody will live for eternity. Everybody, saved or unsaved. Everybody will live for eternity. The question is not whether you'll live for eternity. The question is where will you live for eternity? Where? Not will you, but where? You're either going to be born again and live your eternity with a loving God, with a Lord who Jesus who died on the cross, with the Holy Spirit who's empowered you, Or you're going to run the other direction and let Satan suck you in to a damnable hell that does not belong to you. I don't know where the lie perpetuated. And I've heard this over the years. And that was this. Ah, send me to hell. I don't care. It's going to be a party. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no party in hell. Where do we get that? Where do we get that? That's not a reality. That is unscriptural. That is is such heresy. That is the error. That is not just a mistake. That is a damnable error. It will send people to a hell that's not made for them. Now listen, I know some people say, oh, you're trying to scare me to hell. Why would I do that? I'm not trying to scare you out of heaven and into hell. No, I wouldn't do that. Listen to me. Have you ever been on a road somewhere and they got a sign that said, curve? You ever seen that little sign, a little arrow, and it goes around? You know why they're telling you that? Because if you're driving at night, and that sign wasn't there, and your lights were a little dim, you'd probably go off that road going the miles. Slow down, curve ahead. Do you think they're trying to get you to go off the road or protect you because there is a curve, and they don't want you going off? What I'm telling you right now, what I just said to you, heaven or hell, eternal life or eternal death, with God, with Satan, I'm just warning you. There's a curve ahead. You may be on the road right now. I'm cool. Everything's right. But one day, one day, every one of us, it's appointed unto us to die. What we do at that last moment will determine heaven or hell. I'm convinced heaven for you. I'm convinced Jesus loves you and you'll answer that call. Life situations always come uh, to keep you from God's best. Trials, tribulations, once again, they come, they come, they're challenging. However, remember this word, they're all temporary. Victory is permanent. Oh, yeah, and causing you to triumph, permanent. And I want to quote this verse of scripture and end right here. Deuteronomy 28, 13. The Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. The Lord shall, uh, the Lord shall, thou shall, and thou shall be above only. And shall not be beneath. I want to stop right there. I could quote the verse Scripture because time element here. Give me the opportunity as we come back and and finish this up. Watch this. And shall be above only and not beneath. Now watch this. Above only and not beneath. 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 This is serious, ladies and gentlemen. Serious. This is exciting. Listen to this. This is where our faith rests right here. Above only. This is where our hope comes from. Our blessed hope rests right here, above only. Right in the middle of challenge. Right in the middle of adversity, tests and trials. Right in the middle of above only. Above only. Above only. And above only means not beneath. If I'm living above only, then I can't live beneath. My God, don't live beneath. Stop caving in and bowing to the natural circumstances of life. Rise up to who you are in Christ Jesus and allow the Word of God to work. Come on now. Above Only means above only living, above only talking, above only walking, above only praying, above only meditating, above only perceiving and walking in the things of God. Above only is not a scripture merely. It's not just a thing you underline, a scripture you underline. It's not just a favorite statement that we make. No, I want to repeat this to you, church. It is a permanent place prepared for you. It's called above only. Hear me, it's a permanent place. Got to hear me, it's a permanent place. We are not designed to leave this place. Don't leave it for anything else. You got to understand that in Christ, every promise that's been given to you has been paid for by the price of Jesus Christ in His blood and is operating in your life right now. Because of that, you're above sickness. You're above disappointment. You are above failure. You are above poverty in the name of Jesus. From today, have the mindset that I'm going to place myself in Christ Jesus in above only and not beneath. Hey, we triumph always and we do it in Christ Jesus. Come on, 2020, man, you're here. Some of you didn't think you'd make it. You made it. You're here. 2020, let's open the door of abundance, the door of increase, the door of the blessing that's on our life. And let's continue to walk by faith and not by sight. And Pastor Arderagon, guess what? I approve of this message. And I want you to know that I love you. Joanne loves you. We thank God for you. I want to pray with you right now. If you were encouraged by today's message and believe it would be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate us and hit subscribe. To experience more of Heritage, visit us at www.heritageff.org. Again, thank you for listening to the Heritage Podcast today, and remember, Jesus is Lord.